0: (laughs) all right everybody we're gonna let that fade out welcome back to first season finale um this is sabre and to my left is adam um first season finale where we watch the shows so you don't have to yes and uh this is a, a, a special uh vacation vacation episode vacation episode Yeah, do you want to tell them uh, where we are, what's going on?
1: Uh, Right now we're in Wellfleet, Massachusetts, also known as Cape Cod, (laughs) and we're on vacation.
0: Yeah, we are here for a few days, and we found some time to record. Uh, Unfortunately, Erica's not here, as you can tell. Uh, We'll try to get get her back on when we're back in Brooklyn.
1: Yes. But we are on... Uh, lieutenant island in the great state of massachusetts we've got a view of uh cape cod bay and it's amazing
0: yeah it's a i'm only my second time up here and it's a really beautiful place uh the weather's amazing all these cool little beaches um i can see why people are really into yeah. cape cod coming out here <laughs> yeah
1: the only thing, uh, the one thing that I've been surprised by are those flies that we keep running into. Yeah, It's like these green horse flies that just swarm you and bite you.
0: Well, why don't you tell them about some of the cooler things you've seen, nature-wise?
1: Nature-wise?
0: Um, we did a little walk Oh, yeah, we saw some,
1: saw some wild turkeys at the Wellfleet Audubon Society. Some wild turkeys, a couple of turtles, some frogs, some whale bones...
0: Yeah, and the hikes are pretty cool too. They would take you into uh different parts of the ecosystem. They have a couple of big ponds and marshes and uh going to the bay so you get to see a a wide swath of uh the ecosystem out here.
1: it's it's also like I really like going to the Audubon place every year cuz it's you know, it's it's in a truss. It can't be developed. It's yeah. like it's going to stay that way. It's, for the foreseeable future, which is impressive because like the land value is so valuable up here. So it's like people try to like sneak as much property money house as they can, which, you know, got to pay the piper. Got to make that money.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Fortunately, like there's a a big map of uh, the, uh, the peninsula up on the wall here. And it seems like almost a half of it has been, secured uh as natural uh preserves um there's the uh national seashore park which is goes along the uh, east side of the peninsula all the way down from provincetown almost all the way down to uh chatham um yeah like um sort of looks a little bit like the uh, the islands off of North Carolina, a little bit with yeah, that bit, line. Yeah. What do they call it when there's like a thin line of? Those are.
1: What are they? The Outer
0: Banks is an example yeah, of one.
1: They're. And I forgot the term.
0: Don't worry about yeah, it. I'm, I'm, this is I'm not gonna, that I'm show. This is not that show.
1: But in in uh, the spirit of being in Massachusetts, we're gonna do Cheers.
0: Yeah. Uh, Do you want to get into it first?
1: Yeah. well, It might be fitting because uh, I I remember Erica had mentioned that she had watched so much of it. Yes. That she felt a little tainted to even watch a show because she had been watching so much of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a good reason to watch it while she's not available right now just because we can do some shows that... The premise of the show sort of is that we want to watch shows that we really don't know anything about. Right. And watch them for the first time. So sometimes we... Uh, this is sort of a behind-the-scenes discussion we have of shows we could watch but we don't because we uh, one of us already know it or all three of us already or, know Or have seen it too
1: recently or yeah. something like that. I mean, this, yeah, because, like, just looking at this, this started in 1982 and then went to 1993.
0: Wow. So, a good decade. And, you know, watching a lot of stuff from the 80s, which we did for the first, you know, 20 episodes. Most of it's garbage, um, and Cheers isn't garbage. Cheers is not garbage, no. Um, it's not, you know, it's not one of those even murder she wrote was kind of dumb, and that's sort of like <laughs> that's sort of like a prestige show, you know? Yeah, right. Um,
1: well, it's well, the interesting thing with uh, Cheers, one is like Boston is a town that you either love it or you hate it, yeah, and. I am in the hate-it
0: camp. Most people are in the hate-it camp. Yeah.
1: Well, the people who love it usually stay there.
0: Yeah, but I, I think uh, outside of uh, possibly New York, and somehow the hate is more authentic towards Boston, only people that know Boston can hate it.
1: Can Everyone in the world
0: knows it. New York somehow and can claim to know, love it or hate it. Yeah.
1: The,
0: the hate for Boston comes from a very authentic place because it's when you meet a Boston asshole.
1: It's not even that I mean I used to spend a lot of time in Boston hanging out with uh friends of mine who lived yeah. there, and we'd go out you know like partying different bars and stuff like that and it was, we had a lot of fun mm-hmm. but the overwhelming sense of all of them was like they had to get out of this town like the, it was like it was definitely a pit stop on their uh, on a the re- to the rest of their life they weren't going to stay,
0: okay. These are uh, friends from college.
1: Uh, friends from college, friends from high school, from yeah, just like okay. some lifelong friends. Yeah.
0: My my take on Boston and the reason I don't like it, and I shouldn't say hate it because I really don't have any good reasons, um, is a, a, one is a mix of its sort of attitude that it presents to the world of this um, tough uh, underdog, tough, tough underdog city. And uh the way the sort of the teams are laid out, the sports teams, the Red Sox always claiming to be like the poorer cousins of the Yankees, so the whole thing's not fair. Yeah, there uh, is
1: there is a bit of like A lot of that fair. doesn't yeah. stick. Or because, like or we're doing it right and the Yankees are doing it wrong. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you go there, it's a small, expensive city, unnecessarily expensive, uh with not much going on. There's
1: not much going on. But I'll say this. They have a world class aquarium. <laughs> Yes, it is an amazing aquarium.
0: That's true. There's something to be said for. Uh, I remember uh, it was, uh, you know, I used to live in Baltimore, and one time I think I said this to my dad. It's like, oh, Baltimore, what a dumb city. He's like, oh, but they have an aquarium, and he's like, but and they have a national aquarium. This <laughs> is like, well,
1: I could go to Baltimore.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I'll, I'll trade the aquarium for five good, you know, yeah, museums, problem, other art museums. But so cool.
1: okay, look. Why doesn't New York City have a good fucking aquarium? That's a good point. I mean, like, I love the Coney Island Aquarium. I love it. I love what they're trying to do. Yeah. But they're just trying.
0: Why isn't there one in Manhattan and downtown? You know where the South Street Seaport is, which they, you know, they shut down this uh, uh, fish market uh, that used to be where, like, uh, all the fish would come in early morning. And they've turned it into this, like, I guess it's okay. It's like a bunch of shops and bars. They turned it into a shopping mall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, uh, aquarium would fit very well into a shopping mall too. Yeah, uh, like something next door.
1: And it's a ocean city. Get yeah, your exactly. act together.
0: Uh Maybe the natural history museum could do that because they must have a ton of money and influence. No, but the
1: thing is that natural history museum is own like doesn't deal with anything alive.
0: Oh, natural history. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we oh, are we do. are way okay, off wow. track. Let's let's get back on cheers. track. Cheers. <laughs> uh, so I, I I guess I watched the show maybe an episode here and there or maybe like clips in between um uh commercial breaks, like flipping through the channels because I, and I also have seen a lot of the references and jokes about Cheers, you know, like uh, well, you Family know, Guy loves doing, loves doing uh, Cheers. Well, guests. you know, but
1: like Family Guy came out of Providence, yeah. Rhode Island, so yeah. it's very close.
0: Yeah. Uh, who else did a really funny uh, Cheers uh, knockoff? It was like uh, one of the Comedy Central shows uh, <laughs> did like a totally whacked out like this comedian. I don't, I can't explain. Well, it's weird. That. It's,
1: I mean, it's a, it's like a it's in the like pantheon oh, of good.
0: Nick Kroll, I think the Kroll Show did a, a whole remember. episode. Which is I gotta like, see that show. It's really good. Um, sorry, what were you saying? I was it's, saying like,
1: it's like it's in the pantheon of like comedy. Like it's mm-hmm. it's one of the successes. It's like and like and it had a broad appeal. Yeah. Like my strict Mormon family, my parents allowed us to watch this show, which oh. takes place in a bar.
0: Yeah, that's but, interesting.
1: Like, you know, you would in you know you could. But, like, it took place in a bar, but it wasn't, you know, like, it was a kid's show, but not a kid's show. Yeah. But, like, it was appropriate.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, uh, part of its other acclaim is, uh, you know, Frasier was a, a spin-off show that really uh, succeeded, <sighs> too. So I think they have, like, two Was uh, Frasier claims. based
1: in Boston or Seattle?
0: He's in Seattle, but he's that character. Right. That's the one on in Cheers. That never made
1: sense to me. The one thing I do remember about <laughs> Cheers is the the opening song.
0: Yeah. Do 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 And that faded picture, uh, look through Boston. Um, there's a yep. sense of its history. Um, oh, the
1: song we opened with was from the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. A Boston band. Yeah. That I do like.
0: And them doing Irish. I, I, I've, this has come up with some people, uh, talking to some people. I think Ska is ready for a revival. Ska? Ska. You know Ska music? Oh, s-
1: no, it's
0: not. Okay. You it don't is. like my idea.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, oh, no. Go, 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 go. go. <laughs> <Shut up.
0: laughs> Tell me why not. I don't,
1: I growing up, I loved Scott. Went mm-hmm. to all the shows. Yeah, I thought you'd you know, be like excited about S- Spring him Hill suggests. Jack, Scrotum, Scar- like all these things. <laughs> wait,
0: wait, Scaroto.
1: There was a band called Scaroto.: <laughs> You know, Mighty Mighty Boston. like all all of it. Yeah, but
0: squirrel nut zippers.
1: But I, I just realized, like it's, I don't know it. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. Does it need to come back?
0: No. Oh, yeah. That that you're taking a very uh, thoughtful approach. In a world where everything will be brought back from the dead, and you know, yeah. like we just came back from watching Jurassic World last night. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which did not need to be remade. Did not need to. Be uh, the other movie we saw was Minions. Also Minions, didn't need it, which to be was, made. It, which was a prequel,
1: and I had no idea. I should have clued me in. Was it was 1968?
0: <laughs> what should you include you in? Is that like there's no sense like comprehension. Um, of how to get people into a movie.
1: We went to the drive-in theater last night.
0: Yeah, which we, we should make- we should which we should make a plug for. Um, it's a really great way to spend an afternoon or evening. So. Yeah,
1: Wellfleet Drive-In Theater. Yeah, if you're ever up this way.
0: We're actually pretty close. to where It's like, you know, a couple blocks away.
1: Yeah, you can you can you drive in. You bring a bunch of whiskey and you put it in a cup and you drink it.
0: Mm-hmm. You try to ignore all the kids. We did have
1: a foreign family park next to us and by foreign i mean french and by french i mean french canadian so they were so the worst kind no they were very polite
0: they were very polite they were very polite (laughs) yeah i um i wondered if they were gonna i
1: was happier to have the french canadians there than some fucking assholes from boston yes or brooklyn or queens
0: there's not that many assholes from brooklyn No, no i'm just
1: saying like i would rather have yeah a nice, respectable family that spoke French from Canada <laughs> <laughs> than a, a fellow American sitting next to me at the drive-in
0: So if you ever think that uh, Adam is anti-foreigner, you know, uh, he has made his case that he would prefer he, to the French Canadians to Americans.
1: <laughs> to Americans, when when at the drive-in.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, Okay. at the drive-in. Yeah, draw limits. You don't want to be associated with the, the French Canadians like that. Uh, okay, so we're going to watch the last episode of the first uh, season, so first season finale, and it's a two-parter. It's called The Showdown, and let's just tease it a little bit here for you guys. Um, 1983, March 24 and 31. Um, um. And it's called uh, Showdown Part One, Showdown Part Two, and blah blah blah. I was just
1: looking. Fraser
0: hmm.
1: went from 1993 to 2004. It also had an 11-year spread. Yeah. Jesus.
0: Yeah. So that's the that's the impact uh, the whole impact of this show. Uh, so just looking online, um, they were saying that it suffered from uh, low ratings when they initially ran. There's going to be a cliffhanger in this episode, they say. Oh, we should make some predictions. Oh, um, you, you start thinking of predictions.
1: Let's see. They're at a bar. Oh, uh,
0: <laughs> this, this, watching your uh, detective mind work is. is <laughs>
1: uh, the the bar is in financial straits. Oh, like it? Dire okay. straits. Like it. Um, another great 80s band, Dire Straits. Dire Straits. Uh, Ted Danson. Needs to figure out a way to like make up the remainder. He might buy the bar at this point.
0: Okay. Yeah. Is he? Do you know that he's the owner uh, long term on the show?
1: I believe I. Th- I might be wrong, but if I'm, I, th- I think he buys the bar at some point.
0: Okay. Um, and then there's a female bartender. Is there? Okay. Oh thought, yeah yeah
1: yeah there is. Uh, yeah. Carla. Or mm-hmm. no, the short. She's an employee right, here. Yeah.
0: Uh, Frazier comes in. Who else comes into the bar?
1: You got Cliff. You got who is a mailman. You got uh, the fat guy. Yeah. Who who knows what he does. And then there's odds and ends. And then, uh, Woody Harrelson comes in, like, I think a few seasons in, maybe five okay. or six seasons in.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look like he's on this one. I'm not seeing it. Uh,. uh and let's see, it's
1: Boston, early 80s. They, they will have a joke about gas prices. They'll talk about the Iranians. They'll talk about...
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they'll be a Vietnam vet somehow. Okay. Yeah.
0: These are some uh, bold bets, but they make a lot of sense to me. Um, since I looked at the Wikipedia page, I won't make any predictions. Um, let me see if I can think of some sort of other types of predictions that are not plot-based. Um I think we, one thing I want to think about—it's not really a really prediction—is we, since we watch first seasons on this show, oftentimes we show we see shows that haven't made it yet. It's unclear if they're gonna uh-huh. get another season. Of course, all the ones we won watch won that debate and got more seasons, which is why we even know about it. Um, so that, but at the same time, they still have to be—they uh, have to gamble a little bit at the end of seems like at the end of first seasons... Right. um, To get the ratings to justify being brought back. Because I feel like that's not the first time you've seen a two-parter... Or a cliffhanger season finale where you have to watch the next one... uh, When the season comes back. Or it's like this. There's two... um, A two-part season. Um, What show am I thinking of that really... Kind of... I guess Murder, She Wrote, speaking of that. That one had like a big... Uh, or is, that a, is there a better example?
1: No, Murder, She Wrote, like, that, that one, wrapped, we said that one could fit into any any point in the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, so that
0: didn't make a difference. But the... It wasn't on the... But if you bring it back
1: to another Boston-themed one, St. Elsewhere...
0: Yeah, good. Maybe that's what I was sort of thinking of. That out. one had a
1: big ending with the birth and the lottery. Yeah. And them doing it, or the girl, whatever. Yeah. Addiction—that's what that one was called. <laughs> and, uh, wow. I'm and, that. Uh, so that one ended big. This one, it since like it's two-parter, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, but it's also a comedy, so.
0: Yeah, it's a comedy. So, and also that that callback is really uh, good. That really speaks to me because in some ways they're similar shows. One's a drama, one's a, uh, a comedy, but you know, stock with good writers, good actors. Uh, people that would you know go on to be famous, yeah, this is a
1: big cast, yeah, and a, yeah a lot of people left and went elsewhere,
0: yeah, this might be like the first sort of like network prestige shows where um the- budgets were probably very large, like bigger than they used to be, well, the
1: insane thing in this show
0: is like they they shoot it in the bar, mm-hmm.
1: there's like three places like in the bar and his office, yeah. Like I don't think there's another place um, they go yeah. in this show. Yeah. So that's interesting.
0: Which is an interesting writing challenge, yeah. a way of telling story the whole story by just people talking about it at the bar. fly on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Which connects back to like how sort of Boston wants to sell itself. To we're, the world. hey,
1: we're simple folk.
0: We're tough, <laughs> you know,
1: we're tough, we get through it. With simple folk, we're fine. Yeah. You know, when you, yeah, yeah you guys in your fancy cars <laughs> in New York, whatever. That was more of a New York accent.
0: Oh, uh, I love that. That like, was, like, but that was great. Boston. Yeah. And
1: if any of you are listening from Boston, we love you. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people from the Boston. Rest of I, the world, I, feel, I feel bad saying this. Hopefully. Um,
1: but the thing, but no, like, but everyone hating on them also fuels their love. Yeah. yeah so, like, without sure. the hate, they can't have the love.
0: Great point. That's, uh, that's really a really good point. You have. The Bostonians have conspired to make us hate them so they can So they feel... can love themselves
1: more. It's like, think about like St. Louis. I think you're totally right. Do you, I think you, you, like, do you even care about St. Louis? No, no one has an yeah. opinion. No. Except for like, maybe, maybe the mayor. He's the only person that has an opinion of St. Louis. The rest of the world doesn't give a shit. They don't even give a shit. But Boston is like, sitting there like, calculating like how much hatred they can get so they can love themselves more. Yeah. Just jerk off, man.
0: <laughs> to pictures of, uh, what's Tom Brady's <laughs> wife?
1: No, just jerk off to pictures <laughs> of the green monster and, and a and Square <laughs> and a fucking whatever.
0: All right. I gotta, we gotta bring this, uh, Boston hating down a little bit. We'll bring it back for the second part of the show <laughs> for sure. Cause we're going to have more specific, uh, things to hate on. Um, yeah, so we're gonna watch the um, the episode. Uh, we may do one. We may do both. You'll find out when we get back. Um, so when um, the next time you hear our voice, we'll have watched part one and or part two, and if so, we'll uh, we'll fill you in on uh, the episodes, and then we'll you know talk about what we think. All right, everyone, we're back. Uh, we just finished the showdown part one and part two, which was the finale to the first season of Cheers. And uh, before you tell us flat, I just want to say, yeah, I liked, I liked it. Both, uh, we didn't know if we were going to do the second one, but... We did the I, second one. It was very yeah, fun. Yeah, I think, and out of enjoyment, I'd like to think.
1: Uh, yeah, I, it's so... They're, they're quick, they yeah. seem quick. I mean, which means I mean, we watched, and they're the average length of any like sitcom, and we watched some where like, holy shit, is this still happening? But yeah. yeah, it was quick.
0: Yeah, they they kept it. They got through a bunch of, uh, of the story while uh, making jokes that didn't uh, seem unnecessary or divert from your attention from uh, what was happening. The story was. Uh, Appealing, it you know definitely pulled on your heartstrings. There were two characters in love. Um, Do you want
1: to? Yeah, it's a simple thing. Uh, Sam, the owner of the bar, Ted Danson. Mm -hmm. His character is attracted to what's her name, Shelly. Diane. Diane.
0: Yeah. And uh, who's like a new young bartender there? She's very uh sophisticated sophisticated <laughs> kind of bookish um there's a bunch of other characters there's the older female bartender who's uh, squeezing out another kid who's out a kid yeah <laughs> she gets some of the best and worst lines on the show well,
1: uh so basically Sam's brother is in town his older brother and he's had this uh not combative relationship but he's been he's been trying to feels like his older brother is way better than he is at everything. And he is.
0: Yeah. he. We don't even get to see him because he's always surrounded by people who are in full adulation of him. He's he has way too many talents.
1: Playing the piano. He's doing trick pool shots. He's tap dancing. He's good looking. He's teaching <laughs> all of this Spanish. Off stage, yeah. All of it off stage. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, so Diane eventually, along with the, everyone else at the bar, falls into his... Uh, sway right. Sam the bartender Ted Danson is lonely uh, admits to being jealous of his brother
1: and and, and
0: worries uh, that Diane is going to fall into fall in love with him, love with him. he
1: is flying her in his Learjet to Martha's Vineyard yeah this is what the older brother wants, offers and he wants her to move to Paris with him
0: yeah and uh, Ted Danson who I guess is a former uh, jock Baseball player. Baseball player. uh, He he doesn't he doesn't really isn't able to talk about his emotions, especially because Diane, the girl he's in love with, who's also employee by the way, um, is uh, they infuriate each other. They uh, they drive each other. Sort
1: of opposites attract type of deal. Yeah. She's smart. He's a jock. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, it's interesting because. Uh, it's a very very simple story. Yeah, and so a lot of it was filled up with, you know, just the the side characters. uh, Yeah, Norm Cliff, you know, Coach, who dies later in the series. Oh, which one's that? Uh, Coach. He's the The old old, older bartender. Yeah, he's great too. I Um, think Woody Harrelson replaces him.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. Every even though the, the. it took just a few uh, like a minute or two to go through the plot it doesn't feel like it drags uh, the details um the things that push the narrative forward they're all really interesting um, there's a subplot about coach the actor we just talked about that dies um, he wants to go play baseball uh, or uh, coach baseball in Venezuela needs to learn Spanish will he do that one of the other bartenders is trying to get a a different job. Uh, no,
1: no, no, Norm's trying to get a different job. Yeah. He's just drinking.
0: Yeah. And all this is helped by the brother, so we got some time for that. And they also do some jokes that are uh, that they take some time to set up.
1: The DNA joke. Yeah. Which I, which was fun. Because at, at the beginning of the second episode, they do a DNA joke. The scientist
0: is in the bar complaining about the safety at the lab. At and the everyone lab. says, oh, don't worry, don't worry. And then as soon as he leaves... They theatrically, you know, get the place very quickly, comically cleaned up, and <laughs> right they disinfect everything. Yeah, and that's how the show begins. So, they have a sense of humor. It's it's uh, it's not uh, super sophisticated, but it, it all hits. They they well, have a good sense for what's funny. It's
1: funny because like uh, you know, like in the beginning of the the first episode, you know, uh, Diane's character she comes out. Diane. Puts, she's like everyone. You gotta have to watch this. It's amazing. And she puts yeah, on yeah, yeah. the the Ring series by Wagner, mm-hmm. and it bores the crap out of everyone. But like, so already, what I love is she's like setting up this thing that like these Bostonians are not high minded.
0: Yeah, and like, this is part of these like set piece jokes, like the one we just talked about with the scientists. Where they're opening with a, a scene that sort of sits in isolation with the rest of it, but tells you something about this crew of people. Uh, but it doesn't have a function in the narrative. Yeah, what's in that first joke? Do you want to tell them?
1: Well, yeah, well, they're just watching Wagner.
0: Well, no, oh. here, here's, here's the thing. The, what the joke is setting up is that Diane wants to come in and make them watch opera. Oh, she's always and, watching sports. Yeah, and they're trying to, uh, she's trying to get the bar on board. So the joke's sort of playing with what your expectations are of what these people will do. They They sort of, they try but they don't really try and they do this thing where it's so bo- you know like they act like it's so goddamn boring. They all pretend to fall asleep. They all pretend to fall asleep. Um, and, but the, this is where the joke gets interesting but then the joke continues and after she leaves they feel bad for her. Yeah. Uh, and so and they how they tr- treated her.
1: They try to watch it again. <laughs> but they try to watch it again and it fails.
0: And they're like no we can't yeah. watch this. So great ensemble acting to get like uh, uh, a big uh a big seppies joke like that over the, the goal line.
1: Well the interesting thing is I thought with Diane falling for Sam's brother, mm-hmm. I thought the the storyline arc was going to be that, you know, she falls for this guy, everything's great, and then he dumps her. Yeah. And that is like the complete opposite of what actually happened. Whereas like the the brother is like, You're the best, come to Paris with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah so i th- I thought that was I thought that was a bit interesting,'cause like I thought I thought he was just gonna like,
0: yeah, they were setting him up to be a fraud, even when the guy the the bar the patron gets a job with the brother's help and he comes back to say that the company is crooked,
1: yeah, kind of they just sense. sort of
0: left that hanging, sort of implying that maybe the brother's crooked, but they didn't follow that up with anything like maybe they were playing with our expectations of what right a scenario like that would turn out to be,
1: I loved uh. Sam's line, where cause like he used he was he's this big womanizer and but mm-hmm. he's fallen for Diane. Mm-hmm. The line where he's like hard to get for me was having to sit through dinner.
0: Playing hard to get. Playing hard to
1: get for me was having to sit through dinner. Yeah,
0: he's such a, a such a ladies man. Such a you know, a fairy or whatever. Um, yeah, the. They even, even though the show is great, they are definitely playing with a lot of uh, cliches and types. Um, the the other bartender that we mentioned, the older one, she is sort of kind of like a slut, but older and with lots of kids, so she's sort of miserable. Um, there is the older bartender who's dumb as shit because. You know, he got knocked on the head too many times. Right, he's been hitting the head a bunch. Yeah, Ted Denson's a jock, a young jock, able to you know sleep with any woman. Um, there's a lot of these cliched characters, but they use it and with it a co- lot of yeah. effectiveness.
1: Like the the coach wanting to learn Spanish, and like uh, Norm's like, "Did what do you know in Spanish?" And his lines were like. How tall is my dentist, and is that really your sister? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
0: they definitely work they definitely uh, feed the uh, live studio audience uh, laugh lines to keep it uh, keep it going and sometimes they there were a couple that didn't land very well, but um, they didn't stick out. Maybe it was just because you know that was this was thirty years ago now where um, some of these jokes just feel different and uh, wouldn't work hmm. Um,
1: so in the song, it says... The you, theme song. In the theme song, says yeah. you want to go where everyone knows your name. Do yeah. Do you have a bar that you <laughs> go to and everyone knows who you are?
0: Uh, not really. I mean, we, uh, I have Hotbird. I sort of feel like we have Hotbird. Um, yeah. But I don't feel like everyone knows my name. It's a... Um, I don't go to bars enough to um warrant any everyone knowing my name. I'm happy if I know the bartender's name I only know the bartender's name at only one of the bartenders of the Hawkbird and maybe one other random one. Um yeah, w- what about you?
1: I used to. I I used to have a a few bars. I just go less and less, but like I when everyone would get to know me, that's when I would like pick up and go to another bar. Yeah. Because, like, for me, like, going to the bar was, like, going someplace after
0: work Mm -hmm.
1: where I did not want to talk to anybody.
0: Okay. Well, that's interesting. I only go to bars if people want to go to bars, Mm -hmm. like, to meet up with people or to see people. Um, I don't – I can't think of them. I'm sure I have, but not too many that have gone to a bar by myself to hang out or be entertained or to just run into random people and talk to them. I'm not very good at that kind of stuff or don't even try well, I like going by. Well, it's good people watching, but I like going yep. by myself because I don't. I don't like.
1: I don't like uh, but you know, it is it is nice when they do know you because then they give you the drinks you want, <laughs> and they're nice to you, and then you have to pour pour them in the glass vial you brought. In. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a this is a reference back to one of our earlier earlier episodes. show. Yeah,
1: but uh, it's weird for me because, like, you know, bar culture is. You know, very big in New York City. There's yeah. lots of bars.
0: Yeah, and and as I was saying, I think it functions as a lot, a, a place to do a lot of things. Yeah. Which is meet up with people. Um, uh, like yeah, you have of, you have people meet, meeting their realtors at a yeah, bar. You know, yeah. like
1: it's it's a common it's a, a common meetup place. You yeah. know? Uh But but for me, I mean, it's very rare for me to go to a bar like on a Friday night or a Saturday night. Yeah, you know, if if I am, I'm usually meeting you guys at Hot Bird.
0: Yeah, but I'll like, do I'll do the happy hour Friday happy hour. I still like a lot, and it seems to bring uh, people out. But aside from that, Saturday would be a bar that maybe we decided to go because we're going to see some very specific yeah. people.
1: But uh, yeah, I I still have a few bars that I can go to where they all not everyone, but most of the bartenders know who I am.
0: So. That's great. I should be I should be friendlier when I'm at bars. I should. Definitely um, get the bartender's name. And tip. Oh, I tip.
1: Here, here's my PSA: Tip your bartender.
0: Okay. <laughs> what about this PSA? Maybe the problem is that they're not paid a proper wage, and it shouldn't be the patron's responsibility to uh, I, provide him with a I, a living see, wage. See, I
1: think you. I think it'd be very difficult for. You to get any bartenders to agree with that. If you're a successful bartender, yeah, you're making some good bank off of tips.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so you would. There's a. There's a disparity. There's a. There's a very few that make a lot, I, I have a f- and most. Like them I make know nothing. a
1: few bartenders who get to work three days a week. Yeah, and they make a very good wage.
0: Well th- this is this is the threat to unions right because pe- some people think they're going to make more if the rules are not in place they support breaking the rules and you end up with a situation where a lot of people end up being highly devalued and a uh, few rise up not to make it too political there um but if, <laughs> but save if, us if, from if we that.
1: got uh, if we got robots to make everything
0: yeah 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 a life of yeah a life of leisure then
1: I think, I guess I'm talking about utopia. So if you had like robots to do everything,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then we could just stay in Cape Cod for the foreseeable future. It'd be great.
0: Yeah, but it, here's here's the part where it gets uh, more complicated. Yeah, what if there was a future where with our technology and wealth, almost all sorts of quote-unquote work are sort of handled by machines? Doesn't that free people up to pursue what they really would like to pursue.
1: Now we're talking the Star, Star, War,
0: Star Trek yeah. universe. Yes, yeah, yeah, very similar, yeah, good call. Yeah. So what, what happens then? Like, I guess Star Trek's argument is that that can lead to an era of peace and understanding that will be the height of human civilization. Is that their argument? I don't know, it's weird, because like, you... Socialism, like, wins completely. With the help of robots.
1: Well, yeah, but, like, the thing is, it's, when you're inside a system, like, we're in a system, Mm -hmm. it's hard to, like, think of outside of the system, because all of a sudden you're like, oh, then, like, what's what's not, so you don't have to work, so you don't get money, oh, you don't need money, because they give you the food, you know, it's like... Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, even harder to, like, figure out how any of that would
0: work. Yeah. But I I don't think it's that improbable to be in a place where... uh, all of your basic needs are met without any expectations from you um, on behavior aside from you know very negative behaviors like but hurting people. But would you people.
1: go to a bar who only employed robot bartenders? <laughs> they knew your
0: name. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that much about uh, being known at my bar. Uh. I probably I probably would go to that bar. It's to me, it's harder just to get my friends all to show up at the same bar, or to do everything to you know like.
1: Well, say, the, even the people it,
0: I want to see to get them together is it's, hard. It's interesting, like the bars that I go to, the happy hour crowd, happy
1: hours generally from four to eight or something mm-hmm. like that, are usually very similar, except for if, when they're when teachers show up. But they're usually very similar. <laughs> it's like a bunch of people usually. Yeah. One or two people who have friends, but it's usually a lot of people by themselves who do not want to talk to anybody, yeah. and you know, and they're reading a book, or looking at the news, or whatever.
0: Or, or even if they did want to talk, or were open to talking to, it's just sort of kind of loaded to just talk to a random person, where it's like, yeah. people don't do it. Um,
1: well, we're in this, like, they're a community,
0: you know? Yeah. Like, cheers. Like, those guys are a community,
1: and like they know who's coming and going, and...
0: Yeah, and then they're they're selling that that sort of. Uh, they're selling they're selling you community they're, they're, the feeling yeah. of community, which I guess like sort of puts cheers in a in a historical context. Like, let's say you know you're in the 1980s America. You're a, you know you work in the city. You're not seeing your family. You're not seeing your neighborhood bar where pe- people go generations right. back. Your new community or church or whatever. Your new community is your work and what you do for leisure. And it is that bar and it's full of, you know, different types of people who have to f- become a family sort of sorts. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of what Cheers is, is uh, trying to sell you this. And you know, uh, when I was watching it, it felt a lot like uh, The Office, the U.S. Office. Yeah. Which sells you a similar kind of vision, uh, the workplace version of that. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Forerunner. Yeah.
1: Um, I could not believe... There were a couple of jokes that they played out like four times. Yeah. There was two sets of jokes that they played out about four
0: times. Do you, do you want to set up one of them just so you they get the sense of Well, from? one of
1: them... Uh, it's basically a, Diana's walking away from Sam, going back to see her brother, who had or his brother, who had just invited her to Martha's Vineyard. And as she, each time she's walking away, Sam would be like, "Don't go," and she'd be like, "What did you say?" And he, and he would pretend he hadn't said anything.
0: Yeah, he'd sort of whispered under his breath.
1: And so this goes on for, you know, three times.
0: So like she's walking away back to the other room, and as she's walking away, he seems to say something from the bar, like. Uh, please don't go. I'll and kill then she myself. comes storming back and is like, "What did you say?" And he says, "No, no, no. You should go. I have no feelings about it. I don't those. care about okay. it. And then Do it. The, the they did it three times where she comes back and you're just like, "Oh, wow. They're gonna. They're they're already at three now with the same joke." The fourth time there's a surprise where instead of him saying something, she says something she says under it. her breath. And then when he asks for you know what did you say, she says. Who can uh-uh. tell? Uh, sort of call him on it.
1: Well, I, so that I was mean, kind like, of a
0: cool way to end that it. That was a good. That was a good flip to it. Yeah.
1: The, well, the interesting thing is, like, they're playing, like, I don't know, because it's like they're adults, but it, it still shows, like, these things where, like, they're they're still children. It's like you, you like, who? How do you? How, like how do you get together as adults? Like, yeah, you're, like, hey, I like you. You know, like, yeah,
0: yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, they're learning. Um, yeah, they're learning how to be healthy adults.
1: Yeah, and, and like with with him, like he, you know, like he's like I have been able to sleep with whoever I want.
0: Yeah, and and the thing is, they're getting this emotional support from the bar, bar uh, the members of the bar, right, who know them, who can point out their previous behavior, who can uh, who can sort of confide, uh, they can confide in. Um, so it's it sort of like group therapy at the bar.
1: Ooh, the best was I this one bar I used to go to, uh-huh. Larry Lawrence, okay, Brooklyn, Brooklyn um, in the house. Sorry, yeah, I I, we'll I edit went, that out. I went there all the time. Yeah, every day, um, and it, and there was this girl who would go there every day, but like we were on different schedules, so like I never ran into her. Uh-huh. She never ran into me, and she was friends with the same people I was friends with, but we had oh, wow. never met. Hmm. And she, and I ran into her one night and she was going through a breakup. Oh, wow. And everyone at the bar told me to like, stay away from her. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, at, all the same people at the bar told her to stay away from me, mm-hmm. which was the worst thing they could have said. <laughs> because like, boom, we just get together. It was like, but it's similar thing like you're like the the bar is trying to look after the group and help <laughs> you know, but like they both said like the the exact opposite of what they should have said they should have been like you should you should totally go for that chick. and I, and I would have been like no way, but yeah,
0: that's wonderful. I love the um the the cosmic force of uh, the universe represented in a bar in a
1: bar you like don't yeah. don't even look at her <laughs> What's so hot? <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah, yeah I, I remember my girlfriend at a bar at, at Hotbird actually. So yeah. um, they do work.
1: Um, it, it's a place to meet people. They're not bad places.
0: Yeah. There are definitely a lot of bad bars, but they say more about the people that have chosen to gather there yeah, than who, or if bars are it. a bad well, idea.
1: There's a, another bar they used to go to, and this guy's awesome. His name's Charlie runs place maracuja another great bar and he started having fights in there like people were having fights and he switched out the jukebox and start And on friday and saturday nights only played country music and the crowd that like would have the fights would not go to that bar anymore perfect and he was just like i have my bar back it's like yeah.
0: awesome like, that's, yeah. a, that's fascinating yeah it'd be fascinating to talk to a um a bartender or a bar owner about the culture that develops. And because people look at it as sort of community property, yeah, they feel an ownership to bars and what goes on or doesn't go on there. And I wonder if they sort of have to negotiate very carefully with the patrons to...
1: Well, it's interesting because,
0: like, on a hot summer day, like...
1: Your local bar is the place that has air conditioning. You might not have it, and yeah. you go there, and like it, it becomes an extension of your apartment. Like it's a, it's yeah. a living
0: room. Great point. Yeah, people wanting to watch games and uh, yeah. but, a good way to get people into the bars. All right, so um, why don't we end there unless you got anything else about Chias? We liked it mm-hmm. definitely. Oh, yeah, really enjoyed. It. Can you see why, can see why it's one of the best shows. Yeah, ever. Um,
1: none of our predictions came true. None of our
0: predictions. At yeah, storytelling not was. Remote. So it was authentic. Like, they didn't have to pull anything out of the hat to make uh, uh, crazy ends meet. No. Um, and would I watch it again? Yeah, I'd watch it again, but I wouldn't really search it out. Like, it's pleasant. It doesn't It's, it's inspire good. more than that yeah. in me. Um, it's no Seinfeld, which is like a sort of acquired taste, which a lot of people have seemed to acquired. But Seinfeld's an acquired taste that is very popular, but um, a lot of people I can see wouldn't like it. This I can see everyone liking it. Yeah, I think. It has but a it's broad hard to be like I'm going right, to go right. after. I that. think it has a broad appeal. But yeah. Like I don't think you would have to. Uh, yeah, it's. But I, a very successful broad usually broad means like they have to make compromises and dumb it down. This feels like they haven't to do that. Yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. So uh, this is our episode. Thank you for um, joining us. Um, we are going to do a few more episodes uh, from Cape Cod. Hopefully, record a few. So. Uh, keep listening, and you can, you know, please write a review on iTunes. That would be very helpful. Um, Adam, do you want to give a plug for your uh, Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is Meatmobile. My my Instagram is Genghis khans with Z's, where it should be S's. So Genghis Hans, figure that out.